What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, 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 welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 77, man. 77 episodes we are in, and it's only getting better, continuously elevating. What's going on, everybody? What's happening? What's crackalacking? What's shaking and baking, man? What's going on, man? What's going on, family? My Opinionated, man, I miss y'all every week. You know what I'm saying? I come... Come, I come back every week, you know what I'm saying, just being more excited to do an episode, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you know, it'd be, it be like like last week, it'd it, it be, it be, it be some weeks that just be very chill, you know, but and some weeks just be very outrageous, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, um, every week that I come on the show, I love to do it. Um, you know, my work is turning, my dream is turning... How, how, did, how does it work? You know, you're, you're, when you when you start to work your dream, you know that you, I think you experience a, a sense of peace and happiness. And um, the more I continue to do this, the more I continue to work in my craft and work on my craft and work in um, my craft and my purpose. The more I continue to just love what I'm doing and don't give a fuck about what anybody else is saying. You know, it, it, it's real. You know, and um, I, I just love it. I love it. Um, but. Hope everybody's week has been good. Of course, we want to recap the week um, in our episode. We have a great episode here for you guys today. We have um, some things happening. This week was not too chill. Um, we have so I have some some shout outs to give out, some um, uh, some um, heads to cut off a little bit in a way. Uh, that's a pun. Really not going to cut off heads. I don't have the time for that. Um, nor do I have the um, audacity to do that. Um, so. Yeah, I don't have, but in in a in a in a in a in a, in a um, more text speech term sense, um, I need to attack some people because it's, it's you know I started my Black Men Win series. Shout out to that, um, and we'll be talking about that as well. But um, if you guys seen the video um, on Sean King's Instagram about the fifteen year old boy. Uh, African-American boy who literally um, got, I don't even know, I don't even know how, how to say this. Like it's, it's, to me, it was m- way more than a attack. Um, to me, I felt like he got mauled, you know, and if it, you know how a bear mauls something, you know, like attack something, but literally like just not attacking. Right. Like, well, and we'll get into it a little bit. Um, that'll probably be like, you know, like the third topic we get into, but um, we'll get into it more. But just that off bands just unsettled my spirit for a couple of days just to see him um, with blood over his face. 15 years of age, not even at the legal, the legal age, grown white man. Right. So y'all know I'm going in. Y'all know I'm about to go in on that. Uh, and we have a few more topics to get into. Our MVP of the week this week is uh, Little Yachty. Um, Ty, Devontae, Little, Little Yachty is your um, your MVP of the week this week? Absolutely. Um, not, and I've never said I don't like Little Yachty. You know, Little Yachty is dope um, in, in, in particular senses. Um, I've always considered him... One of the internet kings of rap, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
if you really if you really listen to the show for real um like i've always said that um i put that in i put that in the category um internet king because you know there's there's a lot of genres to hip-hop that we don't like to talk about and that we just like to leave out you know um when you talk about new york hip-hop like new york hip-hop knows new york hip-hop not saying that new york hip-hop or hip-hop artists don't appreciate other forms of hip-hop but most of if you talk to most you know um or just listen to most interviews they they have a style and and respectively so that that's where you know the birth of hip-hop was but um what we cannot negate is the fact that um hip-hop is now spanning into all genres creating multiple genres in its own genre you understand what i'm saying or combining genres or just just simply quote-unquote owning the the music that we as black people created you know what i'm saying so i want to give a little shout out to little yada because um he's writing for real music out here here's the thing i always i always thought like literally little yachty would be um like a one-hit wonder you know maybe one one album good because his first album was okay second album i like the album cover you know what i'm saying like the album cover was straight and i think some i didn't listen to the album for it but the album cover was dope not even gonna lie to you but to know that he's writing music also you know what i'm saying he wrote the a song aka basically and he didn't write jt's verse you know but he wrote most of the song you know, and the fact that people were attacking him was kind of crazy to me because why are we attacking a man who's literally trying to get his back? He probably knows that he's on borrow time. You understand what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is we're in a culture where everything is moving so instantaneous and so quick that literally you have to have a hit, right? Like Old Town Road, love, love the song. You understand what I'm saying? Love, 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 love the song. Like, I, I think it's dope as hell. A lot of people are getting, um, you know, don't like it because of its radio play and everybody playing and everything like that. But for me, as somebody who loves music for real, I analyze it. I like, I fuck with it. Especially with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus on there. Um, just him bringing his authentic, authentic country self to the song. I thought it was very dope. Um, but... Just in a sense, like, just like Old Town Road, this is a one-hit wonder, right? I'm not going. I'm not saying he's going to be a one-hit wonder, but a lot of people are probably going to look at this like, is he going to be a one-hit wonder? Is it going to because we're talking about trap country and everything? So why not be versatile in how you move and get your bag? Right? Nobody is sitting here told babyface to just sit here and just stick to singing or writing, right? Just do one or the other. Because if he if babyface wanted to sit here and just write, he could have just wrote. You understand what I'm saying? Because uh, babyface wrote for so many people, right? And he could have just made money just writing. But no, babyface has made classics as well. You understand what I'm saying? Like producer, songwriter, like executive yeah right ran his own look dope so you you i don't think we should continue especially in the hip-hop game like like it's our genre so let's stop putting our black people in the box like 
Yeah, be be a little cautious with every other like everybody else. Be cautious within our black community, but goddamn, give us a little leeway. We are we don't give each other leeway. We don't give the same shit that we give to each other. And this is what I'm and this goes back and circles back to Lil Yachty. Everybody is literally criticizing him because he wrote most of Act Up for the City Girls. But what y'all don't understand is this nigga's getting a bag, whether y'all like it or not. Are y'all getting a bag? No. <laughs> like, what are, what are y'all pissed about? This is what I'm saying at elevation, right? Little Yachty already, that's what you tapping into. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Little Yachty is sitting here saying, listen, I'm getting bags off of songs that I've made already. People that I, people jig to my music in a way, still jig to my music. Yeah, my albums may have not done as great as I wanted them to, but I got a hand in writing. You understand what I'm saying? You done wrote a song, Act Up, which is literally great radio play. Been getting great radio play all over. City Girls been mad going crazy. Shout out to Young Miami Free JT. You understand what I'm saying? I love them. Love them. And y'all really just hoeing this nigga like, oh, he writing for the city girls. But some of the music, some of the same some of the same music that all of y'all listen to, men have wrote for them. You understand? Or written, I'm sorry. Wrote, written, same, same difference. And y'all really seen here acting like this man writing for the city girls is just the gayest thing or just out of character or just if anything i would have thought like some of y'all would most of y'all who commented sitting here being like that like oh yeah that would have been good because most of y'all have said this nigga is weird i don't even say this nigga is weird but weird is cool you understand what i'm saying weird is cool he in his own little weird quirky little way man he do his own thing but the fact that y'all literally bashing this nigga and just going at his throat, this nigga in the bag. <laughs> QC is over there racking up. You understand what I'm saying? QC know what they doing. They got in-house writers who have already became literally stars. And let's be clear, Little Yachty is just not a star in the black community. He he, people fuck with Little Yachty. All over. What? QC know what they doing. Shout out to QC. Shout out to you, Lil Yachty. That's why he my MVP of the week because he is like you're. It's like this is what I'm saying. Some some of us is and and some 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 young young guns in in the music industry don't understand that. Right. Produce. Right. Right for girls. Right for dudes. Because at the end of the day. <clears throat> At the end of the day, you getting your writing credit and get your check, get your back. You an in-house writer. QC got damn near all, all three, like they got popping ass niggas on their label. City Girls, um, the Migos, all three of them, separately and as a group. Lil Yachty, like, come on now. And yeah, they may not have sold they albums like that, but they popularity. They know they know what they doing over there, and we really upset that day he wrote this act up. Man, get out of here, get out of here. So shout out to Lil Yachty, he gets my MVP of the week. Um, biggest loser of the week is Miss Lauren Ingram. Lauren Ingram been getting chewed out on Twitter all week 
uh, up and down because, first of all, Lauren Ingram, um, you decided to disrespect Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle on Fox News. Now, everybody knows that now Fox News is, um, we've understood uh, Fox News is very much tainted to the conservative community. Um, so, the ignorance that comes from Fox News, we have to understand it's just that. It's ignorance. Um, and it's tailored to a certain demographic. Um, there are a lot of networks that are tailored to certain demographics, even within the black community, even within black media, um, tailored to certain different demographics within our own community. However, when it particularly comes to Fox News, they are particularly um, tailoring to the conservative community. Now, on that note, Lauren Ingram decided to um, talk or discuss um, Nipsey's death um, in a uh, in which she really didn't understand nor know the facts all about it. All she did was play um, his song, his song "Fuck Donald Trump," and um, you know was basically laughing him, her, or sorry, her and the other correspondent that was on the show uh, was basically laughing, um, being very disrespectful uh, to to Nipsey and his family, and. Um, she got chewed out on Twitter, and honestly, I just wanted to give her this biggest loser of the week because she deserved it. She really did. She she really did deserve it, and I think everybody started coming at her head from T.I. to Justin Bieber. You understand what I'm saying? And as y'all know, Justin Bieber has always been down with the brown. You understand what I'm saying? So as much as as much as some of us don't like him, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I've been banging Justin Bieber since like 20, 2010, you know what I'm saying? Damn near before that. Uh, but... Um, we we Justin Bieber came out of our head like why would you sit here in disrespect? Here's the thing about morality, right? Human morality, what we don't understand, what the conservative side needs to understand. Like here's the thing, I personally and and I'll and I'll tailor this back to me for uh, one time and I'll uh, go back into the conversation. I don't mind having conservative, um, you know, individuals on my show. Here's the thing with. And, and, and there are conservative individuals that I go to class with every day that I see in my work, that I experience every day. Here's the thing. I can never have a great conversation with a conservative because they're always going to be one-sided. You understand what I'm saying? Even if I'm coming from a place of trying to understand your side and you not wanting to understand mine, I'm always going to sit there and be like, I'm not here for it. I'm done. I'm going to, yeah. Okay. Right? I've never kind of gotten the conversation of, okay, I see where you're coming from, but, right, never agreeing to disagree, right? It's always, you I, you agree with me, or you see my side, I don't want to see your side, you just shut the fuck up, basically. And that's, and that's about 70% of most of the conservative conversations that I've, that I've had and that I've come across, right? Um, about 80%. I'll, I'll jump that up another 10. <laughs> so going back to this Lauren Ingram thing, um, what we have to understand is Lauren Ingram doesn't understand black culture. Um, and which a lot of conservatives don't understand the black culture, right? Um, what they see and what they know is from 400 years past of all of the um, quote unquote bigotry, but what what their parents may call um, 
uh, what we would call bigotry, they would probably call um, heroics. <laughs> um, and what we, what we have to decipher as black people, first of all, and what we have to understand is that um, if we continue to engage in foolery and tomfoolery as in this, because they're looking for us to um, snap back, like literally Lauren said this for us to say something about it. You understand what I'm saying? Like we got me saying something about it. And I'm only for me, I'm saying something about it because it needs to be said. It needs to be heard. And I think as young black Americans and older black Americans, because I see that I'm talking to a lot of mothers, right? Side note, side note for a minute. Like, you know, I never really had a, a tailored demographic. I felt like the Pinhead brother was for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is for everybody. Like, for real, for real. But what I'm saying is a lot of young, older mothers are fucking with the podcast. Come on, queens. And y'all fine, too, let me tell you. But that's your need, her, need her, that, that's, that's, that's another topic for another day. But listen, what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, what we have to understand about Fox News and Lauren Ingram and a lot of conservative um, human beings out here in our country is that they're not going to understand unless they want to understand. And we cannot try to make them understand, right? We can't make anybody understand, right? Even in our own community, we have to look at ourselves too. We can't make anybody understand what we're going through. They're going to sympathize with us, yes. But at the same time, they're, they're not trying to look in our lenses, right? They're not trying to look in our lenses. You understand what I'm saying? Conservative lower class are trying to get to the conservative high class. They're not looking through our lenses. While in reality, we're living probably the same life, right? But you hate me because I'm just I'm just another color, right? Or I'm just from I'm I'm a different culture. Right? Or I talk different. You don't know slang. You don't know soul food. Right? You don't know seasoning. Which some of y'all don't. And that's okay. It's okay. I see a lot of you learning. Right? Here's what I would give a little credit to some conservatives. Some newer um, uh, conservatives. You, You guys are somewhat understanding. 5% when you want to be, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's, that's just 5%. That's all I want to say. That's it. That's it. But you know, it's like a, it's like a tiny, you know, that emoji with the, um, like with the pinch, you know, or or the AOK emoji, like that's how much y'all understand. Like it's getting there, you know, you know, 400 years, it's getting there, you know, it's, it's getting there. But in a sense, Lauren Ingram does get this biggest, uh, loser of the week because it's just, it's just at a point to where now you're being disrespectful and being disrespectful to an icon who not only did uh, did the black community and various minority communities, various gang um, gangs around the world, right, around the country, um, came together, and I hope. At this stage together, came together and just rocked and just said, you know, we don't need this anymore. This killing is crazy. 
You understand what I'm saying? And I've and I've said this, you know, for two weeks now. Like I just hope that Nip that uh, that Nipsey's energy continues to fill the room in each of us. And the fact that Lauren Ingram wanted to make a mockery of it, wanted to laugh about it and kiki and ha ha, was just disrespectful. So I don't think you you should definitely be um, definitely be the biggest loser of the week. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and Twitter chewed you out. Twitter got you together. Instagram got you together. A lot of celebrities got you together. Got you together. Um, so let's get into the show, man. <laughs> like we're not already in the show, but um, let's talk about. Let's recap the week really quick. I just wanted to get into that really fast. But let's recap the week. This week has been amazing. Um, I I'll be done with the semester, man. Um, be coming up on my last year in grad school, people. Y'all understand that? Like last year in grad school, like I, I like I was telling my uh, I was telling my OG. Um, like today, I told him I was like, I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many things are happening so fast. Like, y'all gotta understand something. I'm recording. This is I'm recording at about 1:50 p.m. Uh, real time right now, and counting on a Sunday, right? And I told him I said I'm scared. It's out of my mind. I told him this about an hour ago. I'm out of my mind, right? Scared out of my mind because. Where I was a year ago, I was I was I was stabling a foundation, right? Now, my foundation is great, wonderful, stable, balanced. Now what? <laughs> right? So now God is just literally, you know, the big OG is literally just putting me in positions, and I just said I'm about to be um, president of an organization and you know, continuing to elevate and grow my company, going on conferences and festivals and vacations. Like, you know, I'm really living, like it's really happening. Like things that I really thought and prayed about, like, yeah, I want to go here. I want to go here. It's really in reach. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really, it, it, it can happen and I'm making it happen. And it's like the execution of everything is crazy you know what i'm saying because i never have been the one to be a great executor you know talk a good game sometimes and literally not really execute for real and i said listen this is all this this is all god you know what i'm saying like starting this new uh new blog series getting my continuously elevating right it's the little shit for me you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I, the, the major shit for me doesn't doesn't really um I like I sit down when major shit happens and I have to process it and then that's when I start crying like a little baby and everything like that cuz I'm just so emotional and shit and be so happy. But it's the little shit that get me too, right? Like fixing my bio today. You know what I'm saying? Like going on my website and fixing my bio or you know, just doing some little changes on my website or um uh, uh you know, just little shit like sharing, sharing a post or um contributing to the pod, you know, the black podcast movement and shit. Just, you know, sharing, you know, some podcasts that I like or, you know, a podcast that's uh, up and coming and everything. Like, you know what, like contributing to the movement, like it's crazy. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel something shifting. And I've been saying this for about a good three months. <laughs> that I do feel something shifting in the air. Like, for people like me who are grinding in their purpose and in their path and in their moment right now. Like, literally something is shifting right now. It's shifted something. So I don't know what. I can't even tell y'all what it is. But something is shifted. Like, literally, I had to talk. I had to talk to the big OG. Like, yo, I'm scared. Like, I'm I'm nervous because you're leading the way. Like, li- listen, you're always going to have doubts when God is leading the way. When the big OG is leading the way or whoever you pray to, whoever your God is. When they're leading the way, when they're truly leading the way, you get so terrified because literally you're at the compass of what you were about, like your accomplishments. But God ain't done with you yet, though. He said, oh, I'm only just breaking the surface, fam. Oh, (laughs) like, what's up? Trust me. I got you. It's like it's like it's like that uh, that picture where the little girl is holding the bear. And and Jesus has the um, uh, his hand out, but has the other hand in the back of him with the big bear. And he's like, let me just get that bear. You know, trust me. And she's like, but I like this one. Literally. Like, you got to think about that in a literal sense, fam. Like, dog, it's so many times where we don't see here and trust God for real. Like, we don't see here and trust him. We don't put even a mustard seed of faith into him. Like, I tell people, just put a mustard seed, fam. Like, listen to me. People have seen me change. And they they look at me and I'm like, I'm a mystery. Absolutely. Because when I tell y'all I let God decide my moves, I let him decide my moves, fam. And you're not going to know which move I'm going to make next. That that's, that's the great part about it. That's the mystery. That's why so many people talk, whether they know what they're talking about or don't. Which most of y'all, damn near all of y'all don't. Right? Like you, <laughs> and that was a jab. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the, the, what I'm seeing is the more I, what I've seen this week is uh, the more I can, the more in elevation, the more the hate. So I, and I knew that for, for, for a long time. And, and it's just. I see it more plain. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's so it's it's cute. I say I, I find it very cute. Like I just find it very cute. I say, well, you know, my clout is not for sale, right? You know what I'm saying? Like if you wanna um bang off my clout, I say I don't have time to go into, you know, all of that shit. But listen, like I said, this week was great. Um I am, like I said, it's one fifty-six real time right now on a Sunday. Happy Easter to everybody, first of all. And um, we are damn near um, a little over 200 plays away from hitting $10 streams. I understand what that means to me, right? Let me just, let me just tell you all what that is. Like, I have that same great humble feeling as when I had 1,000 plays. When I hit a thousand plays, I jumped for joy. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? When I hit 10,000 plays, I'm going to cry like a baby. Y'all don't understand. Like, y'all don't, and I'm, and I'm going to do a whole, you know, episode about it. 
You know what I'm saying? And we'll have an episode. I, and, and, and here's the thing. My OG sat here, shout out to Bryce, literally sat here and told me today. Um, he stayed over in my crib. He literally told me today. He was like, yo, um, it'll be crazy that you wake up on Tuesday and Wednesday and you got and you wake up and like, boom, 10,000. That's probably what's going to happen. I was like, bro, don't, don't say that to me. Don't say that to me. Because I'm, it's been coming so fast. And the crazy thing is, like I said before, I told my friends, like, yo, I might hit 10000 by the end of the month. <laughs> like, this might be a thing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what I want, how, how I want to celebrate. Right? Because like I told you before, uh, uh, Grand Rapids is salt and pepper as, as city. And I feel like I've done everything in this city to do, to have fun. You know, and uh, honestly, it's it's just so surreal how this is moving, guys. I'm a one man rock band. <laughs> what this is crazy. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not even counting the plays from my network back in the day. So I'm not even counting those because for me, the fresh start happened when I got on SoundCloud. So that was a fresh start for me. So I'm not even counting the plays from my network, which probably would put me at 10,000, which probably would. Absolutely. Because a lot of the the first 10 episodes on that network got about um, at least 40 to 80 plays an episode. So it was it was it was getting up there in numbers. Um, but I just felt like it was a fresh start when I got to uh, SoundCloud and got, you know, my SoundCloud off the ground and everything. So it's moving, guys. It's it's very much moving, and I'm I'm so excited. I want to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? I want to celebrate with y'all. You know what I'm saying? For those who are in the vicinity, you know, like I just I just want to act up. You know what I'm saying? Because ten thousand plays, wee, that's that's amazing. Um, so let's talk about Miss Wendy Williams. We're not gonna talk about her long. Um, you know, we talked about her last week and, um, her husband or soon to be ex-husband, I believe is uh, saying, I'm sorry <laughs> about, you know, everything from the, uh, from the cheating allegations, um, which I don't believe are really allegations at this point. They really, you know, he, I believe he really just did, you know, have a baby with, you know, the side chick of 11 years, you know. And, um, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Uh, but she looks happy. She looks like she's doing her thing. Um, you know, some things came out this previous week where he was, you know, him and security got into it, but I don't think it was that big. Uh, she fired him, excuse me, uh, from her staff. Uh, so it's been great. I, I think it's been great. I know Charlemagne and I know her DJ, DJ Booth are, um, going to take her out that was previously reported too um here's the thing i think people who really support wendy need to really support wendy during this time even even if you like you know even on the fence with her just give her that love just send her love you know what i'm saying because going through this type of divorce i've seen my mama go through it i've seen uh a a lot of people go through divorce (laughs) Even at a young age, my nigga, like that shit does not look cute. You know what I'm saying? And I just knew for me, I just needed to be there for my mama at that time. 
and literally people who go who 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 go through divorces really need that that support you know from the real ones you know what i'm saying so i just hope that you know her real fans the people that really rock with her who have been rocking with her for 10 15 20 25 years in this game um really just or you know as a fan or as her um ex-co-worker or just you know uh, associate just you know make sure she's good because i think if anybody was in that situation uh, where a man or a woman was you was literally taking your money and for 11 for damn near a decade and a year <laughs> um you know they're just using your money um and and impregnating uh, or you know going around impregnating or in, or you know get impregnated you know was you know that's that's not cool just spending all your money that you worked hard for um on some other side some some a, a side piece you know what i'm saying that's that's not cool so um yeah i just i i hope that her support system you know really is there for her you know um and and that's trivial but I, she looks um a lot happier um and i know looks can be deceiving sometimes you know when you when you get behind closed doors i know that 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 uh i know she could she could probably be going through some pain right now because that's 25 years in a relationship you understand what i'm saying 20 20 plus you know so that's 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 hard to get over right but at the same time she's she's doing it for her and putting it out to the world to see so it's 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 it's, it's it, that's that's a lot too so um as much as she is the daytime drama queen um sometimes the drama queen needs to be in the background sometimes it just needs to breathe uh so wendy you got my prayers you got my love hon uh i hope you uh really really get through this and please don't take him back i hope i don't get a headline you know what i'm saying that you're taking him back and everything like that's leave that leave that alone like you don't need that you don't need nobody mooching off you like you've worked hard for your shit like yeah you you done you done did some shit that I have not liked over the years, trust me. But um, you know, at the end of the day, I don't like to see that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just um cash money, like no. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just a no no. You should never have done that. Um, so uh fuck Kevin. And um hope Kevin um karma will be coming to Kevin uh tenfold and it's going to be bad. And I hope he really does repent and apologize. And uh, uh, I hope she forgives him. Uh, not for him, but for her. So she can move forward. Um, so shout out to Wendy. Uh, let's talk about 420 and Easter. So like I said, happy Easter to everybody. Um, real time, we are in 204. Uh, real time on a Sunday. Happy Easter to everybody. It was really crazy um, how my second favorite holiday next to Thanksgiving was on the same weekend as Easter. It's kind of crazy because I was trying to make plans with my friends for 420 and we didn't get the memo until like two, like a week ago until like we we saw that it was on, the, we like, what the hell? Because y'all know Easter usually be on like the first, you know what I'm saying? So you'd be like, okay, then 420, boo boo, you know what I'm saying? But um, no, nah, my 420 was great. Um, just celebrated um having a chill 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 vibe you know watch some movies um yeah man 420 was great you know shout out to everybody that kicked it with me you know shout out to sammy and uh, from the frequent flyers and everybody 
Uh, shout out to my friends and everybody. Like, y'all just was cool as hell. It was dope. Um, got some wine and shit. Shout out to Barefoot. You know what I'm saying? Got some wine. Listen, wine and weed, perfect combination. Perfect combination. You will, you, listen, it will take you to a lit place like you would love to be. You know what I'm saying? You would love to be. Like, good cold wine. Like, you got to put that boy on ice. Like, it's amazing. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody had a good 420 and I hope everybody has a good Easter too. Um, yeah, uh, I hope everybody went to church and man, I did it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, honestly, and I think me and my, some of my OGs, I talked about this, like literally, uh, literally sometimes going to church, like everybody want to get up in there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, praise the Lord. I sing you and so, Okay. Okay, I ain't even about to act like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even about to play, you know, I don't. I ain't been to church all year. I ain't even about to play like I've been, Lord, I appreciate it. Like, me and, me and my, listen, I write in my journal every month. This was the month I wrote a day before Easter. We had our conversation. We are great. You understand what I'm saying? We, me, and, me and the big OG are upstairs are great. We talk every day, all, damn near all day. You know what I'm saying? So, um, really, I just hope y'all got y'all prayer on. Literally, y'all, I, I want y'all to start praying. How about this? If y'all could take, like, if y'all could take, like, maybe 10 minutes out y'all day to just pray every day, right? Whoever you pray to, don't matter, right? Just pray every day. Because whatever you going through, whatever you going through, whatever you been through, you made it. And now you're going through maybe something a heavier toll and you think you're not going to make it. Well, God brought you through that situation. What makes you think he's not going to bring you this through this situation? That's okay. Pray. We got to make sure we're talking to God. We have to appreciate the L's. Appreciate them. Reflect. Reflect on our past. Literally. You understand what I'm saying? Appreciate those L's. That we took in our past. If we did it to ourselves, we did it to ourselves. It's all good. Reflect your past, live in the present, and prepare for your future. Period. All right. Um, praying for Paris, man. After the uh, burning of the uh, cathedral, uh, was it the uh, the church? Um, yeah, that that uh, at, at Notre Dame, um, which burned like crazy. Um, but what got me was that somebody literally put on Twitter that the uh, the gold cross didn't burn. And um, they were like, you know, you, you know, if that's not God, I don't know what that is. Somebody literally said, wood burns at 600, what, 600 and 600 degrees Celsius. They was like, you would literally have to melt gold, that type of gold. At 1,600, uh, 1,064 degrees Celsius, my nigga. Of course it's going to stay there. <laughs> and, you know, it'd be some post like that where, you know, people would just be like, yes, yes, Lord, amen. And, you know, it's all good. But at the same time, people, you know, sometimes we just let the internet just, you know, just run our lives sometimes. And we cannot allow in this, in these moments, the internet to run our lives. Like, people... Stop thinking that, you know, everything is an amen or, you know, is a, 
you know, if you type amen, if you type amen, if you type amen, like, stop, like, just stop that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 God is not a genie. You know what I'm saying? Like, typing amen is not going to get a wish from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a genie. If you want a genie, go watch the Aladdin that's coming out this uh, in like a month or two. Like, go watch that. He probably he probably still not gonna give you nothing either because it's a it's a movie genie. So it's just like, bro, I don't know what y'all think God is, but God ain't no damn genie. But praying for parents though, you know what I'm saying? It's so funny how a lot of people. What's crazy about it is so many people are donating to the uh, to the church to get it fixed. Y'all know I gotta play devil's advocate one time. Like, yo, there's so many things out here y'all could be donating to. Like, luckily, Flint just got um, $77 million to get their water fixed about time. You feel me? Like, some people could be donating to, like, what do y'all be, what do y'all minds be to be donating? But you know what? Neither here nor there. I just, I just be in my own little world. You know what I'm saying? Just try to report the stuff that just, I think, matters. You know, probably stuff that don't even matter, but matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Because that just, that just to me is just so crazy. Like, yes that burnt you know what i'm saying like absolutely that burnt and that's and that's that is tragic on the part of 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 the people of paris absolutely but we have americans who are willing to jump at the dime to to like jump like it wasn't no question right but we can't even get those that same jump when it comes to organizations over here who are trying to cure things um like cancer like here here's the thing true cancer research right we can't even get come on bro and i know y'all be donating to them like millions of dollars but are y'all really doing something like y'all are jumping so quick to rebuild this church but y'all wasn't jumping quick to to rebuild katrina like Come on now, like let's let's think about some shit. Where y'all minds really at? And I and I don't want to bring up oh shit, but at the same time, fam, we 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 still on that not really doing shit. Like it's it's communities out here that that don't that don't have shit that nobody donates to locally, nationally. It may be a few local like um celebrities that literally go into the community and make sure they try to filter but just like nipsey some of them die too damn early or they may or they don't make it like what you mean but the first chance sorry lord don't strike me down but i'm just saying just coming out with something um let's talk about beyonce now beyonce is homecoming um uh documentary came out on Netflix. It was two hours and like seventeen minutes. Um and it was two hours and seventeen minutes of pure gold. Like it was amazing. Um let's break this down for a minute because I have I have some things to say about B. Um so Beyonce really continues to blow my mind um on how much black girl magic she has. And just black woman essence, you know what I'm saying? Just the power in showing how black women can 
push their bodies, even though they don't need to push their bodies to that limit. But the, the fact that she literally went on this diet of having literally nothing but probably apples and air and water. And if it was probably water, it was more likely purified from the springs of Greenland. Do you <laughs> like we need fresh? I don't need this American tainted water. Get me some spring fresh blue water from Greenland. You understand? From somewhere around the country where it's purified. You hear me? Like she didn't eat nothing. Nothing. Meats. No. Fish. No. Chicken. No. Like vegetables. No. Like. It was probably just, maybe just fruits and vegetables, probably not even vegetables, just like apples and water and air. You know what I'm saying? And she even said in the uh, the movie that she wouldn't even do that again uh, because it put a strain on her. Like, she caught so many, high blood pressure, right? I think she had, like, maybe one or two, she caught, like, one or two uh, mild diseases, Um not major diseases, you know, that uh, diseases that can go away, for real, for real. Um, but just major that attack the body, you know what I'm saying? And she's doing this in a eight, damn near almost a year's period, um, eight-month period, where she has four months of, of dance rehearsal and uh, vocal rehearsal. Um, uh, and, this, and this is eight months, one, one four-month vocal rehearsal, one four-month dance rehearsal, and probably some in-between in there where she combining everything. Like, and she had the babies literally like a month or two after accepting Coachella. Maybe like two weeks. Yo, she crazy. She's a warrior. Here's my thing. You look at Beyonce and you cannot tell me you can't do anything. I'm sorry. Here's my thing. Like, man, woman, child. You know what I'm saying? But human being wise like anybody can do anything this is living proof and black people living proof this woman had twins complicated had a c-section an emergency c-section her boobs were filled with milk bro when she was rehearsing titties about to burst bro pop And she out there killing it, trying to get to her weight. She got down to her weight again. But she said she would never do that again. <laughs> but that just shows you that strength. And I'm not telling my woman to do that. Don't don't try to kill yourself. Beyonce is literally talk. don't do that. Okay, because she ain't doing it again. So don't do it. But the essence of her grind, that grind, that is what we should be looking at as a community of black people. That grind, it don't matter where you are right now. That grind, though. She was grinding for eight plus months. And as the first black woman to hairline Coachella. Y'all thought she was just going to put a crown on? Ah, fam. Butterfly crown? No, fam. It was important to her. Father being from an HBCU. 
her going to battle of the bands down there every year. Yeah, but homecoming was that shit. She 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 is a dope individual. Now, getting into how people were talking about Ariana Grande um, making more than Beyonce. Okay. Um, now here's the thing, because I feel like some people were just, I, I feel like this was a trolling story, but I'll address it because <laughs> it's, it's stupid. And somebody broke it down very, 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 uh, great. Um, very, very greatly, um, broke it down like this. Um, so Ariana got eight million for headlining Coachella. Now I'm not saying Coachella this year is not popping. It's Ariana Grande. She done brought out Nas, and uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry, not Nas, but uh, P Diddy and Mace, um, uh, Faith Evans, or she sung Faith Evans' part. You know what I'm saying? She's uh, she brought in Nicki Minaj and everybody else. You know, brought on some great acts. Here's the thing: Beyonce got paid four million, right? Got paid four million for. Um, for Coachella, right? <sighs> she got paid four million dollars because at the end of the day, she was getting bigger checks, right? Here's the thing, and this is no, this is nothing against Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is not on the level of Beyonce yet. She does not have that clout yet. I don't expect Netflix to drop a, a Ariana Grande. Uh, documentary. I don't expect Hulu, HBO, nor Showtime. None of the four big streaming service uh, apps right now, channels right now, uh, cable channels to drop anything of that sort. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Right? I don't see Ariana Grande getting any type of. I see her maybe getting a documentary with Coachella, with a snippet of Coachella in there, but it's not going to be a whole two. And damn near half an hour Netflix special about your whole Coachella performance and how it came about. She flipped her rights, got more money. First of all, the fact that y'all was working on top of working. First of all, the, everybody was everybody was getting double checks. Think about it like this. You get a $4 million check, spread that evenly. Right, spread that across. Then you already, you had to already hit up Netflix. This is how business go. You had to already hit up Netflix. Y'all had to already know we had to record this. We got to record. This is a moment. Right? We already know that this is a moment. We got to record this. We might have to sell this. Netflix is on their phone. Hey. We probably got a $60 million special going for you, right? Can you, well, let's see how Coachella do. Coachella sells the fuck out. Hey, yeah, so we just going to, um, uh, you want that deal? Of course we want that deal, period. So what do you do? You start filming everything about Coachella. And probably for two and a half hours, that's not, that's probably the edited version. It's probably maybe 20 Hours long, days long, months long of footage that they had to compress in there. What? And now she is about to get another 60 mil and drop the album on y'all dumbasses. What are you talking about? And everybody talking about Ariana Whit? 
Not saying Ariana not winning, but stop it. <laughs> stop it. Like, baby girl literally just probably racked up in a whole year's time, $120, probably million dollars. Because I'm just not thinking of her Netflix bill. I'm not just thinking about her Coachella bill. I'm thinking about what the clauses is in the contracts. Y'all not thinking clear. <laughs> Y'all thinking about them racks. I'm thinking the clauses in them contracts, okay? Because as Beyonce, you got to get incentives. If you sell out in this amount, boom. What? What? It's Beyonce, fam. Speaking of, did y'all see the Lion King trailer? The Lion King trailer just came out. Oh, my God. The new one, it was dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. Love the Lion King trailer. Um, It was so dope, man. Like, you know, I think Disney is really playing with this real life uh, Disney movie thing, and I love it. Um, I want to see how the... The Lion King goes. I'm really going to be critical because The Lion King is my favorite movie of all time. Fight me. Do you hear me? Fight me. We can fight about it all the time. We can argue. We can bang. What's up? But Lion King will forever and always be my favorite movie of all time. I can sit here and watch. Period. Period. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if we went on a date... And you said, well, my, my favorite date be to watch The Lion King and cook for you. Period. You understand what I'm saying? Like, cook, cook a great meal and watch The Lion King. Boom. So, Lion King trailer came out, and that boy was nice. It was nice. It was nice. Like, I, I'm really excited for it. Um, the movie itself, I believe, is coming. Uh, the Lion King movie it's coming 2019 it will be in theaters july 19th 2019 so i definitely gotta go see that i don't know where i'll be i'll probably be here in grand rapids working yeah but um make sure y'all go cop them tickets man uh in game avengers in game is coming out this week we already got our tickets uh because they are selling out like crazy um if you don't have your tickets um make sure you do get them because they're selling out like crazy. You understand what I'm saying? Like, these Avengers Endgame tickets are selling out like bananas. You understand what I'm saying? Like, not even bananas because people don't really eat bananas. But they really, they, they selling out, my niggas. So, go ahead and get them tickets for real. Um, what else? What else? Who, who, who else are we talking about today? I think... Oh, no. You know what? So, I just... Um, I mentioned before... Uh, or mentioned a week ago or two weeks ago or these last two episodes, past two episodes that I've been doing, um, uh, conducting this new blog series called Black Men Win. Um, if you haven't read about it, um, it's really just showcasing black men who are of all of all skin to colors, shapes, sizes, um, you know what I'm saying, every, every black men, period, um, showcasing them. And really just showing and, and just showing a different side of what, you know, we see in the media. You know what I'm saying? You know, for so long I've seen black men as thugs, gangs, uh, gang members, you know, all of that good stuff. And I, I've been around it. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've seen it a little bit, you know, but I, I just don't feel like, like that's all of us. You know what I'm saying? That's, I don't feel like that's 
that's all that we are. You know what I'm saying? Even some some gang members and gang members that I'm that that may be listening right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't just think that's all you are. You know what I'm saying? So for me, um, showcasing black men who continue to go against the grain, who continue to elevate in their purpose and in their path, and continue to um, defy the expectations and the limitations that they set on themselves and from the outside and other outside forces such as family, friends, um, people at your job, you know, everybody that set the limitations on us and those limitations on ourselves. Um, I want to showcase them because those these people can probably spark something in somebody else. So um, that 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 will read this interview. So it was amazing to have my uh, mentor and good friend, Mr. Blair Ellison, on uh, for the first interview uh, for the Black Men Win series. And that's up right now on the Tyronza Hicks um, <clears throat> on our website right now. So go to www. Uh, tyronzahicks.com forward slash Devontae's world or you can just go to the regular homepage and just click Devontae's world right there and you'll see it right there with the black men win uh series featuring uh mr blair ellison and we just have five great questions on there um just asking you know where do you see uh, our black men in the future you know talking about generational curses you know, should we break these? Do we do we do we support each other enough? You know, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally. You know, do we do we have the capacity to do that? You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think he started me off very, very well. Um, I do have some more people that um, uh, some more black men that I do have in mind. So just keep watch on that. And like I said, these will come every other week. So the next the next one will drop. In May, the next one will be in May, I believe. We are in April. Yeah, April 14th, Palm Sunday. Yep, so May 3rd will be the next one. And uh, I will let you know who I have on that one next week on the podcast. We got some things cooking. You know what I'm saying? So, Black Men Win is really important to me, and it's really been getting some great feedback. Um, and some great reception. So I'm, I'm just blessed to continue to elevate my platforms to showcase uh, those who continue to elevate and grind in their purpose and in their path, even though if they don't know it, you know, just continue to grind and elevate. You know what I'm saying? Because, it, 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 you know, what we may have planned for ourselves, God may not have planned for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So it's always up in the air. You know what I'm saying? So many people ask me what I'm going to do after I graduate from school and everything. I'm like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's all up to God. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm moving so much. I'm working and everything. So wherever he places me, that is going to be um, conducive to for me and continue to balance and elevate my, my foundation and keep my, my foundation stable, um, then that's where I'll be. You know, so uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm just thankful to continue to have continue to elevate my platforms um, and continue having uh, this uh, to do. So, yeah, man, like y'all make sure y'all go check that out. The link was in my bio right now on my Instagram. You know, I'll share it out again. Like, it's so dope. It's just so dope to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love what I do, y'all. Like, I really do. Like, y'all don't understand. Man, I'm telling y'all, y'all better support me before I get famous. It's bad. Like it's. I'm telling y'all right now. I'm not gonna under. I'm not gonna know y'all. It's a wrap. Like, like 
it's a rap skis. Do you hear me? You hear me? Like, I, I'm not. Like, it's a rap skis. Do y'all know how many people have played me? <laughs> like, I laugh at it because I literally sit here to this day and still say hey to their face. Right, just out of love, cause I'm just, I just, I just genuinely love people, just but out of respect and love, though. Like, I don't got like Loki, I got no respect for you, but just out of love, you know what I'm saying? But listen, <laughs> the the way God got me acting, <laughs> the way I'm acting, okay, I'm telling you, like, I'm still working on my humbleness, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm like, I'm winning. <laughs> Y'all need to understand that, period. Um, let's talk about Sean King real quick. Um, talk about that incident really quick of the boy who got um, just really <sighs> mauled by this, these white cops um, at a school, it looked like. And um, they beat him down they beat his ass like I, I can't even i can't even say i can't even say it no other way they beat his ass and mauled him first of all they pepper sprayed him right they pepper sprayed him and i mean it was a hefty dose of pepper spray like this man is this boy is 15 15 years old guys 15 years old beat him if you saw the pictures blood everywhere for no, for nothing, he picked up his phone. Now, as you as you see in the as you seen in the video, if you have seen the video, I, I, I posted it on my um, on our Instagram page. Um, uh, and there's several videos on Sean King's pages uh, as well. Shout out to Sean King. Uh, Sean King be having all the shits, and I know it's a lot of people that hate to see things like this, but for me. For me personally, this is the shit that we need to see because our black men are fucking dying. Our boys are dying, fam. And this is what is happening. Bro, they are so fucking threatened by our existence. By the fucking thought of it. That any type of quote-unquote wrongdoing or looked as if wrongdoing, quote-unquote, that gives you the power and authority to manhandle this boy, to spray him. Fifteen years old. Who the fuck do you think? Say, fam, fam, fam. This no, 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 no. <laughs> it couldn't be me. It could. No. That was all pure. Hatred and racism right there. Using your power. Overstepping your bounds. Doing the absolute motherfucking most. That boy got up from the ground and literally opened his mouth and blood just rushing down his face. Yeah, we don't like to see it, but it's happening in our own backyards, people. Yeah, we don't like to talk about it, but it's being talked about and still happening in our own backyards, people. It's just being fucking down. It's just being put up and posted up on social media now. 
That's somebody's son. That's somebody's brother. That's somebody's nephew. That is somebody's boyfriend, probably at the age of 15. Come on now. Y'all know how he was at 15, 16. Stop playing. Somebody cares about that boy and the fact that this... The fact that this white police officer decided to maul this boy, and I'm going to say it just like that, maul him, attack him, was utterly disrespectful, pure hatred, and it was pure disgusting. Disgusting. Save our black boys. Save our black children. Because this shit is going to continue. Don't matter what gang you in, fam. Don't matter what organization you in, fam. They don't give two fucks. But y'all not listening. Y'all not listening. But see, somebody brother just got disrespected on the ground. Just got attacked. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody's son, nephew, grandson, God brother, Godson, just got mauled. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I'm gonna just take a five minute break from here, <laughs> regroup myself, and I'll come back uh, with the opinion topic of the week. We are talking about do not be Mrs. or Mister broke as a joke. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Um, I got a good one for y'all. All right, so we'll be back. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. We will be right back. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? We are back. We are back again with the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 77. We are back with the Opinionated Topic of the Week, and we are talking, listen, we are talking about money. Okay. Now we, we in the specifics about um, really just understanding and living in your means, right? So I posted um, posted something on my Instagram um, saying that basically, you know, you gotta watch. Somebody posted on in their Instagram, and then I reposted. Literally, don't go broke proving you're not broke to people who are already broke, right? And it was crazy because that resonated with me so well because being honest, keeping it in a buck, um, I've always wanted to live like a high-end lifestyle, right? I always wanted to live like the high life, you know what I'm saying? Wear Gucci, wear Fendi, wear all of that shit, and kind of watching all these shows and being exposed to this TV lifestyle, like keeping in a buck, seriously, watching all these shows, you know, you see all this, you know, this, this, this material shit around you and you want to do that, you know? So once I got a job and got a little bit of money, oh man, what? I wanted to live it all. I wanted to, and it took me a long time to understand this concept. So what I wanted to do was really just talk about literally don't go broke, proving you're not broke to people who are already broke, right? Because we look at so many people in the industry right now, maybe just not even in the industry and just our next door neighbors to our next door neighbors, right? We look at 
these people and we try to keep up a facade, right, about us not really having the funds to maybe go out or maybe sitting here and um, uh, go on and on a trip or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us think we need to sit here and really live that lifestyle to get where we need to be. Here's the thing with that. Get where you need to try to live that life, live that life and, 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 and do what you need to do because it's the fast life, right? And just as fast as you're going to get it, it's going to go away 10 times faster. Trust me. Trust and believe me. Trust me. When you decide, when you get your little money and everything, you want to live even moderately like a celebrity. You have to think about what that comes with, what the cost is. Don't go broke. Try, literally, don't go broke trying to please other people. Don't go, first of all, don't go broke trying to proving you're not broke. Okay, first of all, that, that one resonated with me. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of us, and, and this is including me too. I've, I've tried to prove in my life, um, uh, I've tried to prove in several indications of my life so far, um, that I wasn't broke. Right? Trying to literally keep up the means, asking to borrow money here and there and everything, trying to keep up, Right? Literally, when I was a young buck, trying to just keep up. Still a young buck right now, right? But literally, if I ask my friends for money, it's literally going to two places: weed, <laughs> or paying uh, or getting food. That's it. That's it. That's it. Literally, that's it. That's it. And then, in sense, in a sense, and if. I need to pay off for some uh, some podcast subscriptions. That's it, fam. That is it. Right? Right. And I'm not asking for a hefty amount. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not asking for a handout because I make sure I pay that, that shit back. Right? Here's the thing, though. For a long time, I was just trying to just keep up. Right? Just trying to just keep up with the Joneses, basically. When I knew I, I didn't have the Jones' stability, I didn't have that Jones foundation, right? Didn't have the money flow coming in. You understand what I'm saying? Trying to live a lifestyle that wasn't conducive to me at all. That was literally just sitting here saying, just sitting here saying, yeah, I can go, I can go, I can go. And then mooching. No, family, I hated that shit. So... When we say literally don't go broke trying to prove you're not broke, nigga, you better see I am lit, like over the past four years, like ever since I like, like turned 21, 22, like ever since those or ever since that 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 turn of like 22 season, 20, 22, 23, bro, it was a I was just like, dog, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm broke. Can't do this. Because literally in my situation, God stripped me of everything. So I couldn't do shit. So it forced me to say, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then I got to a point where I didn't want to do it. You understand what I'm saying? So no, I don't want to do this because now I'm focusing on something else. I'm focusing on putting my money or even 
how I look at it, when I borrow money from friends, it's more so an investment for a weekend than I just give it back to you. You know what I'm saying? And or however long I borrow for it, because it's going to something. It's not just going to something that I'm not using. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, um, thinking about it as if you know you're literally trying to keep up with these Joneses or keep up with people that you're hanging around because they're trying to keep up with people that they're hanging around because they're trying to. You see the cycle here, literally. Trying to not prove that you're broke to people that are broke. The cycle, fam. We literally sit here and think our friends ain't broke. Right. Because probably their parents ain't told them everything and they, they try to put on this lavish lifestyle. Listen, what I found out, what I what I found out early, what I found out very early is that um a lot of the people that I was trying to live like literally are broke as a joke mr or mrs or both broke as a joke on some literal shit and for me i've learned that money is not the way living in the hood living in the ghetto you always gonna you always gonna have that hustler mentality i've always had that hustler mentality to get it back right always stay with a job always something always hustling trying to get it but at the same time I had to learn. I had to get up out of that because just trying to get a bag, it will go so fast. You spin it so quick. The the faster it comes, the more the, the the ten times faster it's gonna go. You understand what I'm saying? You spending money on a bag. You 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 getting the bag and then you spending it so quick. And now you asking for for some money, right? Because we spend the money on the bag so damn quick. We prove we trying to prove to people that we not broke. I remember my best friend sent me some money, and she was, I was like, she was like, is this all you need? And I was like, mm, no, that's not all I need for real. But for me, I, my pride is so, I'm, and this is something that I'm working on too. And as men, I know as men for real, we are so prideful that we don't like asking for money. But fuck that. My mama, because <laughs> it's been situations where I really needed to, uh, or I really needed help. Right. A lot of us. And this comes from us not wanting help. Sometimes I know as men, we are so prideful that we won't ask for help. You know what I'm saying? We will look for any other other situation before we ask any person, even another male for help. And that goes back to the whole toxic masculinity with whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Right. But in a sense, we don't like asking for help. So that puts us even in a more bind when we're trying to be something that we're not. It's been so many countless thing um, situations like this where I've seen hustlers literally trying to hustle just to keep the same bag that they just dropped off. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not flipping shit, right? And as a com- like literally as a community, we're literally flipping just to get the same bag. Understanding, like I had to understand that money is just expendable. You understand what I'm saying? Like, true money is owning and buying, like flipping shit, like making your 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 uh, equity and your money circle, do a motherfucking circle and then flip to another circle and flip, 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 connect, connect, circle, connect, connect, circle. You know what I'm saying? 
damn near connect four up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at it from that standpoint. Now, and 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 it's such a mindset, and it's a, and it's work. It, it's work. Like sometimes you don't have the the proper knowledge of money management. You understand what I'm saying? Like a lot of I know a lot of people who came from my community in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? And I lived everywhere in Detroit. Damn, well, not everywhere, damn there. But I lived between Puritan and Livernois. I lived on Eight Mile and Livernois. Lived on uh, lived on the East Side by Persian. Like, and it's hard when you really don't have that type of money management. Nobody's teaching you how to save your money unless you have real people who like listen. You you got people sitting here saying save your money, but at the same time, how? Where do I need to put it? You know what I'm saying? Just put it in a pity bank. That's cool, but like, what do I do with it after I put it in the piggy bank or I put it in a safe? What am I supposed to do? Do I put it in a bank? Do I make this? Do I just save it in the bank? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to keep up with people who really are not even in that keep up position. They're just faking the funk. And it's literally a fake of. A, a fake defunct process that I just had to stop because I could not keep faking the phone. Like literally, God put me in this, 2016. Y'all know my story. Like once I hit that, once I hit that moment, God put me in a funk of of literally like, yo, you broke, nigga. You broke as fuck, <laughs> right? Because I feel like there's levels to it, right? When you when you're broke as fuck, you ain't doing a damn thing. Nobody is because people see that you're not doing shit for yourself. So you are not, no, you're broke as fuck. I was there <laughs> in the broke as fuck area. You don't want to be there. That is, that is a shitty place because literally you're, you can't do nothing. You can't do nothing. You are stuck. Like not stuck. Cause if you're working and grinding and you're trying to get out there, but you still can't do nothing for it. Right? So now I'm in a space of maybe like getting out of broke, right? Like, now you're like broke. Now you're like, okay, I can pay for some shit. I can go out a little bit. You know, my friends will help me out a little bit here and there, but I'm still broke, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still broke as fuck. Not broke as fuck, but I'm still broke. Broke, broke. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we have to understand that um, we have to be honest with ourselves, first of all, um, because your money will be honest with you. Your account will be honest with you. I always said that I feel like um, we need uh, um, Julius on a card. And I tweeted that about like two years ago. That we um, retweeted that. That we need a uh, that we needed Julius on a card. I think um, like Wells Fargo had it on a card like that or something like that. Like, literally, you pull him out and he got that face on. Because y'all know Julius from uh, Everybody Hates Chris was, he was down to the last dollar with the city. He said, that's $3.12 worth of spilled milk that's on my table. When somebody's down there, you pull him out. Don't you pull me out. Put me back in, put me back in that wallet. You put that motherfucker back in that wallet and go about your business. What I'm saying, y'all, like, we 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 have to learn money management. I think there's a lot of people out there that can um, give us money management tips. And if there are any um, great money managers, like don't don't. I, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm offering that 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 olive branch to any 
um, great money management coaches that are out here in the Grand Rapids or West Michigan or Michigan area, period. Y'all come to the opinionated brother. However, if you lifted to scam my my listeners, I'll beat your ass. I'm just lit. I'm letting you know off rip what it is, because this is not a scam. I'm looking for I'm looking for people who are really trying to see me and my people succeed. Because I I feel like, and I will continue to say that everybody can eat out here. It's because that we have been so desensitized to so much shit that it feels like. Only a certain few of us can eat. No. I want to kill and dare that narrative. And the first thing what I want to do is money management. It's because I know I still have a hard time with financial stability and everything like that. And I'm learning through my OGs and everything. And they've been great helps. But I know I want that same, that same, um, I want that same knowledge to be expressed and uh, translated to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, I, I know it's a lot of us that listen to the podcast that literally don't know how to manage our finances for real. That just keep our, our money in a bank and just, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Or just spitting our checks quick, 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 quick. You know what I'm saying? Waiting to the next week. We got to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we got to. We got to think of some other, like, we have to be, in a sense, we, we, we got to be more conscientious. But it's, but it's all about how we're providing the information of being more conscientious of your money. And that's starting off by teaching money management. There was no, like, I knew when I was uh, in high school, there was no, like, accounting course. There was no, like, money management course. We didn't have none of that. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have none of that in high school. We we when when we when I got to college accounting, like I could do it, but I'm just sitting there like, yo, this is new, this is fresh, this is this is some new shit. While everybody in the class is probably two, three, two, four, five steps ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm saying. It's a lot of us that don't have that, right? It's just like what our African American history. That's not taught in for real high schools unless the big three, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, Malcolm, Martin, and Rosa, period. Why are we talking about managing our money for real? Why are we talking about FHA loans? Why are we talking about, and shout out to uh, DJ Envy, um, who was in Detroit, you know, doing his seminar with uh, his, his big homie. You know what I'm saying? His big homie owned like 600, uh, 600 um, units right now. And I think he, I think my OG told me he'd been doing that for about twelve years and counting. So, dog, you know what I'm saying? This is what we need to be into. And I know for me, it'd be seminars like that that are very skeptical for me sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because I really want y'all to be a part of the culture. And and it's be seminars that really don't people pay for these seminars and they it don't it just be in their pockets. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I'd be so skeptical. So we have to know what what seminars are for us, who's really for us to be teaching us about money management. Because I really believe that we do need some great, you know, uh, money managers out here who can teach us really how to manage my money. I will go to a money management um, seminar for real, for real, who is about the culture and getting us out of like um, um, teaching us about um you know, shit, even going back to checks, checks and cash, 
to accounts and shit like that. Like literally something like I know all of that, but literally for those who don't know, you know what I'm saying? Literally having those type of classes, right? Even teaching our youth, teaching our kids, like parents, teaching kids how to learn how to write a check, right? I know how to write one, but I ain't learned how to write one since like high school, I think. We learned how to write a check in high school. Okay, so I take that back. We did have an account class in high school. But it was it wasn't it definitely wasn't as advanced as as a college course. You know what I'm saying? It was more so like writing checks and everything like that. But um I think we just need to know our our level of means as as a community. We need to learn how to say no, first of all. Um when somebody says let's go out to to, to, to eat or let's go out to do this something or or this this something. <laughs> If we, um, somebody actually let's go do something or anything, you don't have the funds, um, then you just don't have to be up, up, um, straight and honest with them and be like, Hey, I don't have the funds to go out with you this way. Can we, can we, you know, uh, can we reschedule or, you know, uh, make it for another time or something like that? Because you have to be honest with them. You know what I'm saying? Like it is nothing to be honest. Like people are so scared to say no and be like, Oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll ask my, you know, say, see what? No, at No. If you don't have it, my mama said, if you don't have it, sit your ass at home. You know what I mean? Times I done sat my ass at home. And it's cool. It's not like I'm 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 not doing what I need to do. Cause if you don't have the funds, sit your ass down. Right? Again, we're trying to literally prove that we're broke to broke people. You understand what I'm saying? Like they trying to live, you trying to prove that you're not broke. To a broke person who's trying to prove that they're not broke to another broke person. Who's trying to prove they're not broke to a probably rich ass nigga who got the money for real. And it's and you know and it's all about, about what you know is who you know. And in that sense, that's what it is. It's who you know. You're not rich, you just know somebody that can potentially be. You know what I'm saying? And you're faking the funk. Don't fake it. Don't sit here and live the life you ain't living. I'm sorry. I just can't do that. I'm going to live within my means. I know I'm going to get mine one day. I know I'm going to get mine. And everybody that has continuously supported me and helped me will get 10 times over. You understand what I'm saying? But as of right now, I know my means. And I'm broke. (laughs) I'm not about to sit here and tell you that I'm not. It's, it's, it's celebrities that I look at right now. Shout out to Van Lathan. Love that man. I feel like I feel like he's a celebrity to me. Compass on celebrity. He will sit there and tell you right there, I got money, but I'm still broke. I'm comfortable, but I'm broke. I'm in the in the space that I'm in right now, I'm comfortable, but I'm broke. Fam. <laughs> Like, you have to own that shit. You have to understand where you are. Stop sitting here trying to live above your means and then sitting here looking dumb, stupid when you don't have no tax to even help your own self out the gutter you put your own self into. And I'm done. Stop trying to... Listen. Stop. Stop trying to prove that you are not broke. For people that are broke. Because you will even you will end up even more broke. 
You're doing the most. Understand your mind. It's coming. Patience, my dogs. It's coming. You will end up Mr. Broke as fuck. Mrs. Broke as fuck. Trust me, I've been there. It's not a great, it's not a great feeling. It's not a great feeling. You do not want to be in the broke as fuck stages. And not tell me, trust me. I know a lot of people who've been in that state as either, and we don't have this conversation. We done laughed about it. We can laugh about it now, because listen, we done got up out there. It's not a great feeling. And we're trying to live all lavish, not even understanding that you're probably just broke. Broke as fuck. Stop trying to live a life that you can't even afford. Live your life. And if you need to sit your ass at home, sit at home. If people don't understand that, then they just don't fucking understand that. Well, you can't come out. You gonna pay for me? No. Oh, okay. Cool. But you still can't come out? No. 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 (laughs) I'm chilling at my crib. When I get some cash, I will make sure I come out with y'all. Like, people get so up, like, It'd be crazy. People get so upset. You ain't coming out. So you ain't got no money. So what? Just come out. No. No. I'm about to go out to eat with y'all and then just sit there and watch y'all eat. Bro, live in your means, man. Live, live, live within your means. Stop trying to prove to broke niggas that you're not broke. Because they're broke too with your broke ass. Okay? And we're just going to leave it there. We're just going to cap it there. Um, I love you guys. Um, we had a great episode today. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on um, all social media platforms. Uh, that is Instagram, Twitter, uh, T-O-B underscore underscore podcast. That is T-O-B two underscores with the P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Make sure you follow us on the gram and on twitter you can follow us on facebook as well the opinionated brother podcast that's the opinionated brother podcast make sure that brother has a uh a h um in it it is b-r-u-h-t-h-a two h is not one all right so uh let's see what we else was um if you haven't read the uh the new black men uh, Black Man Win series post with uh, Blair Ellison, Mr. Blair Ellison. Please check that out. Um, it's on our website, uh, com. That is www.tyronzahicks.com. You can uh, check out Devontae's World and uh, click the um, Black Man Win with uh, Mr. Blair Ellison. You can read all about that right there. Read his um, his interview. Um, very, very great interview with Mr. Blair. I appreciate uh, my mentor and my friend for doing that. Um, to all my graduates that's graduating this week, um, shout out to you. So proud of you, um, especially the ones that's here at Grand Valley in particular, but all the graduates around the world, around the country. Uh, shout out to you. But um, I know some one of my listeners wanted me to uh, shout out to Chantel and a little, little bit, um, Sabria. Um, they wanted me to give some tips, um, some just some uh, tips about graduating and what's what's on the next course of life for you. Um, what I would say is, first of all, congratulations. Um, but what I would say is, uh, get just just be be open to new. 
You understand what I'm saying? Just be open to new. Um, be open to uh, new adventures. Uh, be be open to new experiences. Be open to um, new opportunities that may be that may not um, particularly be in your field. That may not particularly be what you want at the time. Um, but be open and uh, be observant. Um, it's going to get real, guys. Um, you've been living. You you have to understand. You've been living in a bubble. Right. College has had you un, under a bubble. You have been living life under a bubble. But now that bubble, that bubble for you is about to burst and you're about to really experience what life has to give to you. Um, I know a lot of you are going into your master's or thinking about going into your master's, um, you know, uh, in a, a couple semesters or a year or something like that. Um, kudos to that. Um, I'm Definitely here for continuing to educate yourself in any way, shape, or form. Um, all I would like, like I said, just embrace this, just embrace the time, celebrate this time. Um, but don't get complacent. Um, this is not the time to get complacent. I understand the journey needs a resting point, but don't get complacent in your rest. Uh, rest does not mean complacency. Uh, continue to strive for greatness wherever that means for you i can't tell you what the journey lies ahead for you uh however what i can say is that all i want you to do is be open to new you understand what i'm saying um it's going to be a new everything for you you're going to experience new feelings new journeys new experiences like i said before and uh everything is going to be just new so just be ready for that ride you understand and um be uh, ready to embrace them um, you're going to have a lot of tears, probably. You're going to have a lot of happy moments, have a lot of time, uh, uh, probably some bad moments in there. But understand that life is about to be a great balance. And if you balanced it in college, um, you'll do great. You'll do great um, in life. You guys got through this point um, in your life. I don't think you guys are going to stop here. So like I said, congratulations to all the graduates, particularly the Grand Valley graduates, but all the graduates across the world. And in the nation, um, so proud of you guys. And yeah, I think that's it. Um, make sure you come back next week. We'll be back with next week, episode seventy-eight. And I love you guys. And that's it. Yeah, just have a great week. And make sure, make sure that y'all listen. This summer is about to be a great summer. Okay, make sure that we're living. All right, live. Okay, your friends aren't. Here's the thing. I've been hearing a lot of people saying I want to take trips with my friends. Here's my thing. Okay, I love my friends, right? Love my friends. But you know how many times my friends that went on trips by themselves, and we've encouraged it. <laughs> like one of my like one of my bros just got back from Germany from a work trip, right? One of my friends went on a cruise, goes on a cruise like every two years with his family. I'm not there. I wasn't in Germany. So what I'm saying is, why are you worried about your friends? If continuously you continue to sit here and say, I'm about to go on this trip. And they say, oh, I want to come with you. Okay. More than likely that I want to come with you is not a definite yes. So you go experience life because if you continue to wait on everybody else, you're going to be 90 in your house with full of cats and dogs talking about, oh, I want to go. Go live. 
Live. Go live this summer. Have fun. Even if that's going to, I don't care if that's going to, um, if you're in a state, if you're in a state and that's going to a different city, you know, go. Do something for you. I encourage this summer that you do at least one major thing for yourself. Period. I'm encouraging that all summer. That you do one major thing for yourself. Stop worrying about everybody else. Stop worrying about what people got going on. Stop worrying about it. And just do it. Just do it. Live, people. Live. All right. We'll be back next week. I love y'all guys. I love you guys. Peace out.